Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 137 of Process to Profitability. Today, I'm talking about repurposing your podcast episodes to create more content with Rosa Sarmento. I'm excited to cover this topic not only for podcasters, but for all business owners. Rosa shares the importance of repurposing your content and which types of content you can use for this strategy. She talks about taking advantage of the new platforms that are becoming popular, mistakes she sees people making, and her favorite tools for repurposing and sharing content. Whether you're a podcast host, podcast guest, or you create your primary content in another way, this episode can help you create more in less time. Rosa Sarmento is a podcast manager, content creator, and founder of Idea Blossoms. She used to be a fashion buyer in Brazil, her home country, but has been working online for over two years. Idea Blossoms is an innovative agency that makes podcasting simple and frees up capacity for busy female coaches and course creators. She has a wide range of services, and her team thrives and excels in making engaging content that keeps her clients' listeners coming back. Rosa is a traveler, an adventurer, and an expat. She lives in Chile and Vietnam for a couple of years and is heading to Mexico next. She absolutely loves the mobility and freedom this work gives her. Hi, Rosa. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. So I would love it if you would tell us a little bit more about who you are and how you got started in your business. Yes. So my name is Rosa. I'm the founder of Idea Blossoms. And we help female entrepreneurs plan, launch, and manage their podcast. We help pretty much with all the process, the editing, the publishing, repurposing, especially repurposing. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So yeah, it's been great fun. It's been over a year now since, yeah, since I've been doing exclusively this, uh, working with female entrepreneurs, helping them with their podcasts. And I just love it because it's so like diverse. I'm sure you know all about it. Like you have the, you work with audio, but then you work with some social graphics, copywriting for, you know, social media or your website or your newsletter. So it's very diverse and yeah, it's a lot of fun to work with podcasts. How did you hone in on just doing podcasts for people? Mm, great question. Yes, I started, when I started working online, I was like feeling really lost. It was very overwhelming, like all the possibilities. It was just like too much. (laughs) So I found this course. It was called 90 Day VA. It was about becoming a virtual assistant in 90 days. That was the length of the course. And they covered like all sorts of skills each skill was a module in the course and podcast management was one of those and yeah when I was reading the curriculum I was already curious I was like this sounds interesting (laughs) and then like I just wanted to get ahead and get to that module and once I got there it was interesting and I loved it and yeah I started working with it 
I experimented with a few other things too, like social media management, like graphic design. But I think, yeah, I just fell in love with podcast management. Awesome. I love that you kind of, you know, found what it is you wanted to do and really honed in on that and kind of said, I'm not doing the other stuff. This is what I can be really good at. Yeah, it just, I'm all about simplifying things. So instead of just wanting to offer everything and kind of like spreading yourself too thin, I decided, no, let's narrow down, niche down and yeah, offer just this. So as you mentioned, we're talking about repurposing content, which is something you help your clients do. Um, And specifically, you do this for podcasts, but I'm sure any business owner who creates content can use these tips as well. So why is it important to repurpose our content? So there are two major uh, reasons, at least in my opinion. First one you probably heard this before, work smarter, not harder. So why? Why reinvent the wheel every single time you're going to create content? Am I right? So like you already have tons of content and if you're not repurposing them, most of them are going, not going to waste, but quote unquote, going to waste because not everyone is seeing it. Uh, So yeah, work smarter, not harder. You don't have to spend so like hours and hours creating content. You can just focus on creating this really, really good piece of content and then repurpose that into everything else in your marketing strategy. Um, And I already touched base on this. Uh, The second reason is sometimes it might feel repetitive when you repurpose content. But you have to keep in mind that you're the only one that sees every single piece of content that you produce. Like your followers, they don't see every post. They don't see every story. They don't see every video. So, yeah, if you don't repurpose it, those people that haven't seen it yet will not see it. Uh, Yeah, so I think that's it. Just working smarter and making sure that your content is getting in the eyes of most people in your audience. All right. So I think people are probably pretty convinced that they would rather make one piece of content and use it in different ways. But how do they know which pieces of those, like the things they're creating, they should use when they want to repurpose? Mm, Yeah. So um, there's a thing I like to call your star content, which is usually like a long form content. It can be a podcast episode. It can be a YouTube video, even an IGTV. If you're not on YouTube, it can be an IGTV video. It can be a blog post. And they are usually long form. So there's a lot that you can pull from there. So once you have that long form content, you can create your whole content strategy and your content repurposing strategy around it. So for example, the podcast episode, what what does it trickle down to? Like one podcast episode becomes a blog post that becomes five social media posts that becomes a newsletter. So you can have that, you can have that decided and streamlined. So every week or every two weeks, you already know what to do. You know that you have to create this 30 minute episode And you know that from that episode, you have to create X, Y, Z. Okay. So 
say we're recording something for a podcast or YouTube, whether that's on our own platform, or maybe we're doing a guest post somewhere, like what kind of information, what files do we need in order to repurpose? Is it just like the audio, just the transcript? Like, What do you kind of recommend people gather together? Mm, So I would recommend, it depends on your, again, your strategy and what kind of content you're going to create. But yeah, if I would try to get uh, the audio and the transcription, just because the transcription will make your life so much easier, uh, especially if you're creating like blog, blog post or social media post, anything involving copywriting. <laughs> if you have the transcription, you don't, you just have to edit and format and format it. Uh, it will save you tons and tons and tons of time. Uh, so I would try to get the transcription and the audio for a podcast guest episode, for example. Uh, that shouldn't be a problem, but if it is, like at least the audio, they will definitely be able to share it with you, and then you can transcribe it yourself. There are online tools you can use for that, like Otter. That's what I use, for example. And there are some free ones that you, can, if you Google transcription online, you'll see like a whole list of them and then you can get your transcription yourself. Okay. So let's talk through creating these kind of repurposed pieces. Like how can we take the star content that we've created and kind of create these different pieces? Like what steps do you have people walk through to get from one piece to all of the little details? So first, before starting anything, like create a little workflow. Uh, I think I mentioned it in the beginning, like, so you have the podcast episode. Uh, What are the other deliverables that you need? Do you need five posts? Do you need one video? Do you need a blog post? So uh, first decide that uh, and then like make that every week. So for example, and let's give an example so it's more yeah, easy to grasp. For there's one client of mine that she sends me the audio, I do the editing, publishing, and then for the repurposing part, we do one IGTV of two to five minutes, uh, one set of stories between 30 seconds and 60 seconds, which is the most. Uh, we do the IGTV caption and we do a newsletter. So every week I already know when I'm listening to the audio, I'm already looking for that 30 second snippet that would be great for stories. I'm already listening to like a really good five minute snippet that I can use for IGTV, something that works by itself because it's IGTV and also brings them to the episode, leaves them wanting more. So that's the that's the ideal, that's the goal. So yeah, when you're listening to the episode and doing your editing, you're already looking for those pieces of content that you know that you need. Okay, I think that's really helpful because it's not like you are taking 10 seconds here and 10 seconds there and trying to create something out of it. You're really like finding those kind of hidden gems in there to create content with. Mm -hmm. Exactly. 
So for, I would love to know for IGTV, if somebody doesn't record video, do you, how do you handle that when they're then sharing it on that platform? Oh, excellent question. Love that. Yeah, some people they're not very comfortable uh, with the with showing up on video. That's a lot of the reason why they chose podcasting instead of like YouTube or something. So for those, uh, we do we use tools like Wave and Headliner to create that audiogram with subtitles, and then the subtitles are kind of like the star of the video. So we that's the center of the video. The the subtitles, remember, it has to be big enough for people to follow on social media, guys. <laughs> it's small. So sometimes I see those really, really tiny subtitles and I'm like, people are not going to read this. It's too, it's too hard. <laughs> so, yeah, we try to make them centered, big, and it's really attention grabbing because when people see a phrase, they tend to read it and then they're like it keeps changing so they keep following it and yeah it's a great strategy if you only have your audio you can go to wave.co or headliner and you can create your own video using that audio a little graphic from canva and subtitles always add subtitles by the way yes <laughs> that's my <laughs> advice if you can of course if you have the time to do it if you have the capacity definitely do it. It's inclusive and it's very attention grabbing, especially for those that don't really turn the sound on to watch a video. Yes, that's me. I don't turn the sound on. So I, <laughs> I really appreciate subtitles. <laughs> Part of what it takes to run a successful online business is having the right tools for the job. I'm sharing a list of all of the tools I use in my business in my toolbox. And you can find that at lemonandthesea.com slash my-toolbox to download it now. These include tools that I use for podcasting, designing, running my business, and other things. So you can get a real inside look at everything that I use every day in order to serve my clients well and grow my business. Again, you can find that at lemonandthesea.com slash my-toolbox. So you've mentioned a couple of places that people might reuse this content, um, IGTV, stories, posts. Where else do you see people successfully repurposing their content to? Well, right now, TikTok, because it's blowing up. Uh, Facebook, a lot of Facebook, a lot of repurposing inside Facebook groups, especially. Twitter, LinkedIn. It always it always depends on on their business, like their goals, their audience. Uh, it changes a lot. Like I have a client that actually posts on LinkedIn frequently, and other clients that no, they're just <laughs> just Instagram, maybe Facebook. Instagram is the big one. That's the one that all the clients want, but. The second and third social media always varies a lot. It might be Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. It depends on where your audience is hanging out. Where do you want them to see your content? Yeah. I also liked that you pointed out that when we're taking these pieces, we really should be pointing them back to our main star content so that they can dig deeper into the topic. Yes, that's the idea. I, I talk about taking them into like a little content journey. <laughs> 
So you should always be bringing them to the next one. Like, for example, if you post on stories, tell them, oh, I just posted about this. Check the last post. And then you, you can add that new post story. And then the new post as a CTA, you can say the new podcast episode that came out this week is all about this. We dig deeper. We talk about this and this and this. Check out the link is in bio. And then when they go to the episode, then you have a freebie or you have some kind of, you know, next step they can take. So you should always be looking to take them to that next step. Yeah. So you mentioned TikTok. Um, and I think that is, you know, really blowing up, like you said. So how do we take advantage of like these new platforms that are coming out when we're trying to use this strategy for our content? Hmm. All right. So this, this is a little delicate subject, I would say. <laughs> um, I would be very careful with the platforms that come out and they're really successful and you start get that FOMO, that fear of missing out. Um, so just keep things in mind, I would say. like it, Of course, it's always great to experiment with different platforms, with different types of content. But keep in mind, do you have the time? Do you have the capacity to take this on and be consistent with it? Because if you're not consistent, you're not going to see results. Nothing happens overnight with social media. I mean, if unless you go viral, but let's face it, that, that's a little hard to happen, at least in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So keep in mind, can you be consistent? Can you really do this? Um are you spreading yourself too thin? Because if you already are feeling like overwhelmed, if you already have tons on your to-do list and you already and you want to add more to that, chances are it's not going to be successful. You're going to feel frustrated. You're going to feel burnt out. So yeah, I would be very careful with that. Like if you are doing it by yourself, for example, if you're taking care of your podcast by yourself, you're doing the editing, you're doing the publishing, you're doing the repurposing, I would focus on one or two social medias max. And then once you have like the ability to hire some help, for example, then you can venture out and try all these different ones. Okay. And you mentioned that you have a client who repurposes her content for Facebook groups. So I would love if you could just give a quick tip or two about how to do that well without coming across as spammy or breaking the rules in those groups. Yes, I meant their own Facebook groups. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> you have to be very careful with the Facebook groups. Some of them will allow you to promote but even then, if it's if it comes across spammy, it's like you're not doing anyone any favors. So with public Facebook groups, I say, like, worry more about like engaging, developing connections. And then if you have your own Facebook group, that's where you can be. You can explore more. You can try different types of content. You can promote your podcast. You can use the repurposed content there too, because you know that's that's why we do repurposing, because then you can add in all these different channels. Yeah. So what are some common mistakes you see people making when it comes to 
repurposing their content? Mm. Well, the first one is not doing it. That's the first one. (laughs) (laughs) Not repurposing, unfortunately. Sometimes because there's no time. Sometimes because it's just not their, it's not their jam. It's not what they like to do. But yeah, not repurposing would be the number one or not repurposing enough. Like I said, they feel like, oh, this is too repetitive. I shouldn't say this again. And yes, you should, because not everyone has seen it yet. Okay. And then do you have any tools that you love to use for the creating this kind of content and then sharing it that you would recommend people to check out? Oh, yes. I have a whole list of tools. <laughs> Let's start with Canva for graphic design, which I think everyone knows by now. Very light graphic design, obviously. For more intricate stuff, you're going to need Photoshop or Illustrator. But for social media, you should be fine with Canva. For transcriptions, I mentioned Otter. That's the one I use. Audiograms, I use wave.co. For scheduling, it it depends on the social media channel because I really like the Facebook Creator Studio, but you can't use for everything. So Mm -hmm. for the other things, I like Buffer, even even Facebook groups. That's a big thing that uh, Buffer offers. Like you can schedule posts on Facebook groups, which uh, um, the others don't offer or only offer if you join the subscription. So, ah, of course, audio editing <laughs> for <laughs> podcasts. I like Adobe Audition. That's my favorite. Right. So I think those are really helpful to kind of know which tools work well and are going to make this process as easy as possible. Um, Do you have any additional tips that you want to share when people are thinking about doing this, especially if they've never done it before? So first, I would just say, like, put it all on paper, just get organized first so you don't, you know, run into things that you wouldn't expect. So first, uh, plan ahead. What is your star content? How often will you be creating that? And what are you going to repurpose that into? What is that star content going to become? How many social media posts? How many stories? How many newsletters? Pinterest pins? Whatever you use for your marketing strategy. Break that down. And then every week, it's going to be super easy because your eyes and ears are already trained to seek for that content inside of your main star content. Yeah, I think that's so helpful. And I feel like this is a great topic because it's going to help people take what they're already doing, the way that they like sharing content and get the most traffic out of it to share it with more people. And it's just a great reminder that people haven't seen it everywhere you've posted. So most people are not following you everywhere. And even if they are, the algorithm doesn't share it with them. So it's good to know that like you can use this content over and over again. Yes, absolutely. All right. So um, as we wrap up today, 
I always like to ask people if you could recommend one thing to a friend, what would that be? I think the first thing is to just trust your path. Sometimes we can get a little ahead of ourselves. We can compare ourselves a lot and uh, it can get in the way of things. It can get in the way of your planning. It can get in, in the way of your confidence. So just trust your path. Keep going. It doesn't matter how slow you go or how fast you go. That's what I believe. It just matters that you keep going and you don't give up. So, yeah, sometimes it just takes a little rest. It, you don't like if you're feeling overwhelmed, if it, it's too much right now, sometimes it takes like a little step back uh, so you can propel yourself forward later. So, yeah, just trust the path, trust yourself, your body, <laughs> and your body's going to tell you when when it's time to push forward when it's time to stop a little so yeah i think that's my my one thing that i would recommend especially if you're becoming an entrepreneur trust the path i love that advice i think so many times we see online people who are all about just like hustle and go 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 and you've got to wake up at four in the morning and it doesn't have to be like that. No, that would be <laughs> miserable. <laughs> Why would you want to do that? I mean, at least for me, I'm not a 4 a.m. kind of person, not even close. <laughs> yeah. And it's a good reminder that sometimes growth is slow, but that doesn't mean that it's bad. Yeah. Steady growth is better than a fast growth that will lead to burnout. Okay. So where can people find and connect with you and your business online? Well, I'm mostly active on Instagram. That's why I talk about Instagram so much. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find me at idea.blossoms. And my website is ideablossoms.com. That's where you can find all my resources, like blog posts about how to start your podcast. There is even a freebie now. It's a complete uh, podcast launch calendar that you can just copy and paste into your project management tool. So it's basically a podcast launch made for you. You just have to copy and paste it into Asana or ClickUp or Trello, whatever you use. And yeah, it's on my website too. Uh, I'll send you, I guess I'll send you the link and you can add it to the show notes. I think it would be easier because it's a big link. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will link to your social media and to that freebie. I think that's really helpful. I know when I launched my podcast, it, it's a lot to do. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> All right. So, well, thank you so much for joining me. I know people are going to find some really good tips from this episode and hopefully they can take it and really start to take what they're doing and repurpose it to get more mileage out of things. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I really hope so. Yes. Take advantage of that content. You've created some brilliance and you have to share it. It's like, it's like a duty to the world. <laughs> share it with as many people as you can. Uh, yeah, take full advantage of that. Thanks for listening to Process to Profitability. 
Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show.